Dr. Baliga here. This podcast is a timely article on the threat of COVID-19 in patients who have both cancer and heart disease. It's derived from an outstanding article which was accepted in Journal of the American College of Cardiology, Cardio-Oncology, that's Jack Cardio-Oncology, on March 18, 2020. It's titled, The Novel Coronavirus Disease, Threat for Patients with Cardiovascular Disease and Cancer. It's authored by Dr. Sarju Ganatra, MD, lead author, who's the director of the Cardio-Oncology Program at Leahy Clinic. Dr. Sarah Hammond, MD, who's an ID attending at the Dana-Farber and the Brigham and Women's Hospital in Boston. And the senior author is Dr. Anju Noria, MD, who is the director of the Cardiology Oncology Program at the Brigham and Women's Hospital in Boston. In their introduction, the authors rightly point out the risk of adverse outcomes with COVID-19 may be even higher for those who have both cancer and heart disease, particularly in the elderly. In patients with both cancer and heart disease, the risk of infection may be higher due to compromised host defenses and probably as a consequence of anti-neoplastic therapy, particularly in leukopenic patients and in patients where there's disruption in barriers and shifts in microbial flora. One report from China suggests that those with confirmed COVID-19 patients, that is approximately 1% of the patients had cancer, which was a five-fold higher incidence than the general incidence of cancer in China. Emerging data from the overall population suggests that patients with underlying CAD are about 8%, but elderly patients with comorbidities, particularly hypertension, in about 30%, diabetes in 19%, are more likely to be affected by COVID-19. Outcomes in patients with both heart disease and cancer. In one small retrospective study with a history of cancer infected with COVID-19, patients affected by COVID-19 were more likely to be older, age 63 years versus 49 years, more likely to be former or current smokers, and more likely to experience shallow and rapid breathing and had abnormal lung CT scans than those without cancer. In one study of 1,590 individuals with confirmed COVID-19 in China, 1%, that is 18 patients, had a history of cancer, with lung cancer being most common. A greater proportion with of the patients with cancer has severe disease, defined as either admission to the ICU for mechanical ventilation or mortality compared to those without cancer. The p-value was 0.0003, affected versus 8% those without cancer. Among patients with cancer, 75%, that is three out of four who received chemotherapy or surgery developed severe disease compared to 43%, that is 6 out of 14, not recently treated for cancer. Odds ratio was 
5.34, 95% confidence interval was 1.8 to 16.8, P was equal to 0.0026. After adjusting for other risk factors including smoking history, age, etc. Suggesting potentially that recent chemotherapy may impair immunity and impact the outcomes related to COVID-19. The mortality rate in this small study was also significantly higher in cancer patients, 5.6% compared to approximately 1% in the general population with COVID-19. A recent WHO report demonstrates a similarly high mortality of 7.6% among patients with cancer. Currently, the data regarding the type of underlying cancer, the type of anti-cancer therapy is not available. However, patients undergoing anti-cancer therapy and those with hematological malignancies and particularly with baseline lymphopenia may be at higher risk for adverse consequences. Early reports from China suggest that the COVID-19 mortality rate was highest among patients with cardiovascular disease, 13.2%, compared to other comorbidities, and was disproportionately higher for patients with cardiovascular risk factors, such as hypertension, 8.4%, and diabetes, 9.2%, compared to about 1% for patients without such comorbidities. What is the type of cardiac injury in COVID-19 patients? Early reports suggest it's myocarditis and there's an associated increase in cardiac troponin and eye levels, which I have discussed in an earlier podcast on COVID-19 and risk factors from the Lancet. A significant number of these patients develop heart failure and autopsy data suggests they could even have acute myocardial infarction. Various kinds of cardiac arrhythmias have been reported, including cardiac arrest and atrial fibrillation. And this could be due to cytokine storm, as high levels of IL-6 have been reported uh, in an Lancet article, which I've discussed in an earlier podcast. What's the mechanism of cardiovascular injury? The mechanism is not understood, but angiotensin-converting enzyme 2 has been implicated. The angiotensin-converting enzyme 2 or ACE2 enzyme is widely expressed in the cardiovascular system and lung and is an important mediator of the immune system and uh, plays a critical role in the RAS pathway. ACE2 serves as a cellular entry point for coronaviruses including SARS-CoV-2, which is the COVID-19 virus. So, One potential explanation for high risk of acquiring infection and more severe symptoms and adverse outcomes with pre-existing CVD could be that there is higher expression of ACE2 in these patients. However, this is not clear. Another explanation is cytokine storm, excessive release of cytokines due to an imbalance between type 1 and type 2 helper cells, secondary to respiratory dysfunction, and mediated by direct viral effects. What are the long-term cardiovascular effects? It's too soon, but one case report in the European Society of Cardiology Journal 
described that myocarditis recovered completely. We need more data before things remain clear. The management of these patients remains unclear. Severe acute respiratory illness and the ARDS is clearly what needs to be treated. In patients of myocarditis, <clears throat> IL-6 levels must be checked and if indeed it's, this is elevated, then potentially IL-6 inhibitors such as tocilizumab may be used. However, there is no randomized data. Clearly, management is supportive, including hemodynamic monitoring and hemodynamic support. So far, there is no guidance on management of patients who have both cancer and heart disease. Clearly, these are vulnerable patients and I would argue that these patients may require echocardiography, cardiac troponin and uh, IL-6 levels checked once they're hemodynamically compromised. Moreover, these patients should be educated regarding hygiene and self-quarantine. Given shortness of breath occurs both with the respiratory illness and with possible myocarditis in COVID-19 patients, a high index of suspicion should be maintained. And as I said earlier, cardiac troponin and possibly IL-6 should be tested when there's a high degree of suspicion. On part of the medical community, I thank the authors for shining a light on this emerging condition.